0: Well, you know, we had a pretty good adventurous time out today doing our reselling, rather picking for some good pickings to sell big time in our outlets on the interwebs. Yep. So, uh, I guess, where do we start from there? Like, did you want to, like, venture into, like, what we got? Or, like, the experience? I think we do a
1: little bit of everything.
0: All right. Well, I've noticed, you know. Well, first I'll just say the first goodwill we went to,
1: yeah,
0: kind of in the the shady part of town, I suppose. Uh, you know, there was a lot of going on, like as far as wares. Oh, was I clipping? Just yeah, now? there is
1: a there is a lot going on as far as wares.
0: Yeah, yeah. Definitely like there were a lot of good shirts There was um, There was some good jackets I thought Um, Blazers were interesting Um,
1: Today Well for this week it was green tags Is 50% off so every week The good uh, Goodwill has A a different color tag with a different Promotion so for our mm -hmm. Area this week it's green tags So we got a lot of stuff Half off
0: that was cool yeah and i was surprised it's the amount of decent stuff that was green tagged actually um i i was just assuming it was going to be like you know you know something that like their kids wore 15 years ago or whatever like stuff nope, no there was some about.
1: stuff from this season last season it was michael kors there was banana republic there were linens um Mm-hmm. Nike. There is, was a lot of Nike.
0: Yeah, there were a lot of Nike tees
1: for green tagged. Yeah. So, and it's not just for shirts. So, if you look in like the um the wear section and um you know, different section, men's, women's, the green tags are everywhere. So, when you're on the hunt, you know, definitely look out for those tags. So, since this is our first episode, and we're kind of introducing ourselves, I think it is um, important to say hello to everyone and to welcome everyone. So we're doing this to help people who are interested in reselling or who just want to vent about their reselling because this is the real deal. This is what people go through when you have a store. Or even when you're shopping for yourself, because a lot mm-hmm. of times we shop for ourselves. So why would I pay full price when I can get something thrifted that is better for the environment and um, helps people with shopping addictions? So, you know, why wouldn't I want to take part in that? So that's what this show is going to focus on, you know, Um but yeah, you definitely bought up some pluses. The green tags. Yeah. The good selection. The second store we went to did not have, we didn't really, we didn't get anything. No. And that's the second time we went to that store and we didn't get anything.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, like, that was interesting because, like, that Goodwill was a little closer to us. But yeah, that was the second time straight where we just went through, like, I almost got a couple things. Like, there was this interesting, like, vintage Coca Cola, I guess, like, bottle or dinner tray or something and you know there were a lot like when i looked it up like a lot of people were selling it for a decent price but then as far as what was actually sold like they weren't being sold for much which that leads into an interesting topic that i'll get to in a second but um i just kind of second guess myself i was like you know it was only like three dollars or whatever four dollars whatever the price was and i was just like yeah you know what I kind of wanted to sell something, like, quick on my page, you know? Yeah. Like, it, I probably could have gotten some decent money for it, but it's like, to what extent, how long do I have to let that sit there? And then there's a chance I have to lower the price to get someone to finally buy it. And I was just like, eh. Sometimes you just got to, like, just cut that, like, it just sometimes the, the time that... The more time something spends on sometimes page. you got to
1: learn to leave it,
0: yeah, exactly, even if
1: it might be a good sale or whatever. Yeah, sometimes you got to learn how to literally browse, not pick up everything because you it can be sold. It's not about that. You want to pick up items that you're interested in, and yeah, sometimes we pick up items that we're not interested in, but that's when it becomes problematic because then when it doesn't sell. You weren't interested in it in the first place and you bought it for the fact of reselling and it wound up not selling. So now you're stuck with the item that you would never like, what are you going to do with it? You can donate it back, which is something great, too, that we do. We do donate. We do donate our um, our clothes back. So that's Mm -hmm. very um, important. We don't just buy there. We donate there and we also wear the clothes That we get from there. So Mm -hmm. it's multi-purpose. Yeah. um, What we do there, you know, at the Goodwill. And then there's other thrift stores, too. So we're just talking about, uh, you know, our experience today. But there are other thrift stores as well, consignment shops. There are the bins, which we don't have a bin here where you can buy by the pound. Not in the um, metro area where we live. So... Um, we don't have the luxury of getting that, but who knows, with our traveling, we may run into one of those great, um, you know, goodwill bins that everyone talks about, so.
0: Yeah. Um, Shit, I am lost my train of thought. Uh, like, I was going to say, like, um, since you've been talking about, like, a purpose of thrifting, I thought i be bringing up kind of like my thought process at least as of lately like i personally think it's better to just um as far as like when you're looking for something valuable something uh, appealing from these thrift stores is that um whether it's goodwill or a local consignment store or wherever really like it's easier to just shop for yourself like yeah you can like there's a lot of, I feel like there's a lot of reseller pages out there that just have a lot of trinkets and stuff. And like, there's a lot of like clothes that seem like, you know, the certain people will buy, I suppose, but it's not going to appeal to everybody. Like, clearly everyone has their own kind of demographic. I feel like more often than not, it's kind of catered more towards the older women or something. Mm-hmm. But, um,
1: yeah, which makes it really hard. We could talk about in another episode for guys because there are a lot of male thrifters, and even today, there were a lot of middle aged men uh-huh. and men in general that were looking for furniture and pieces. And even though, like, a lot of the thrift stores cater to women, or maybe women just have more selection, um, I feel that's really important, you know, to talk about the fact that there are men who you know, love to buy things from thrift stores for whatever their own reason are and they have to look a little bit harder because there's not really a you know, a lot of selection for them except for in the wear section. I feel like they a lot of times we see them buy cups and plates, the guys who do like to thrift. Yeah. If they're over by furniture. A lot of times they're not really even bothering with the clothes. So, um I like seeing them in the stores because it makes it feel like I like to see diversity. You know, it's cool when it's a whole bunch of women and children. I get it. But it's cool to see different kind of people shopping because it shows the face of the thrift world. It's young, old, women, man. It's whatever. You know, even children go in there and they pick up pieces of clothes they like and toys they like. Um, So it's for everybody and I really would like to shed more light on that because it's like mm. a taboo thing of being dirty and old which some things are old in there but there's nothing wrong with vintage either so if no. you if you really learn about vintage pieces that's valuable in itself you know
0: mm-hmm. yeah like uh I feel like You know, maybe a little history would be interesting. Like, I feel like I started thrifting, like, I want to say, probably the start of my young adult times. Um, I probably was like 17 or 18 when I started. And I, cause I, I shopped at Savers, which you wouldn't know if you weren't from the West Coast, but yeah, that's where, like, that's a chain of stores. Over here on the east side, it's considered to be Value Village. It's all known to the same company. But yeah, I would shop at Savers. And when I did, like, I would get a lot of clothes. I think I started over there. I think, I want to say my oldest sister kind of got me into it. And then I just realized as I kind of explored the store, because I'm just curious like that. Um You know, there was a lot of different things there. It wasn't just clothes. So, like, yeah, I would shop for clothes for myself. But then also I found out, like, oh, I can, like... You know, like find stuff in these stores and then sell them because they're reusable, you know. And I think she was doing that as well on her eBay account. I forgot what she was selling, but she's probably was selling stuff like a lot of these older women are doing now. But I was finding a lot of like video games, um, like accessories, games, even consoles. Like there was a point where – and I went to a couple of garage sales in between actually and found some really interesting stuff. Like a whole Intellivision 2 and like controllers and cords and games and shit. All in the whole box for like
1: $5. I feel like I used to see a lot of that like a couple of years ago and it's kind of tied, died down. It was really cool to run into games and DVDs and certain things like that that people just didn't want and you could kind of come yeah. up on that. I haven't seen that in a while.
0: No, me neither. Like there was like a golden age for me I suppose like... You could tell, like, this one rich guy must have had a lot of games or something. Because it was like two, three months straight, I want to say, where I was just finding games in like an NES. And then there was like an old Xbox 360. Now, I didn't buy that because it was the first one. You know, they're known to have problems, but uh, I was just finding games, just all that shit for like two, three months straight. And then it just kind of stopped happening.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I started re I started going to thrift stores. Uh the first time I went to a thrift store was when I was 16 in the village. There was it was a a very fancy one though. It wasn't like it was a small shop that I didn't even realize was a, it was a thrift store cuz it looked cool. Cuz you have thrift stores like that that aren't like Goodwill. Yeah. People find pieces and they're reselling them. And it looks like these cool boutique shops, but they're actually thrift stores. So um, it was right by West Fourth train station and they had certain pieces. Nothing was the same. And I had bought a pair of trendy retro jeans from there. And my friend had a pair as well. And um, she was telling me like, oh, she got it from Express. And I was like, well, I got it from this store. So I figured out that it was actually a thrift store that I was shopping at, which was more expensive than going to Goodwill, but I, had, I hadn't I had known at the time. Um, I had never stepped foot in one. So that was the first time I went to a store. I kept going to that original store. And then when I uh, got my first job on Wall Street, I needed some suits and blazers are expensive and business clothes are expensive. And it's very strict on, well, not probably now, but back then it was strict with your attire. You know, you had to be neat and clean. And, you know, so it was really cool for me to get blazers for $8, Lord & Taylor, uh, just the neatest stuff. And that's when I figured out that, you know, the thrift stores in Manhattan are a big deal. Like they have a whole street on 14th Street. Full of like three or four Goodwills. Wow. Full of blazers. Full of shirts, dresses, pants. I mean you literally can buy your whole. uh Work wardrobe. In a thrift store. So that's my second experience with that. It was really cheap. I still have some of those clothes to this day. Um It suited me really well. And um it was just addictive for me to find these. Expensive blazers That were like this amazing quality For like under $10 And I also always shopped in the men's section Like For some reason I just did not have time For the women's section Because the men's section had like great shirts Yeah, And men are so like It was like classic stuff Button downs, blazers White, pinks, blues Like you could literally find whatever you want Like literally Like it was so easy to find clothes you know, and it was tons of it and the men's section was cheaper. And it was next yeah. to the books, and the books were like I forget if they were like a cent or a dollar. But my son used to pick up books while I I got my uh my working gear. So, um yeah, that's where I got my work clothes from. Yep.
0: That's cool. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, I, I feel like I've not had the greatest luck as far as like finding, I guess, church clothes or dress clothes, whatever, you know, button-up stuff, slacks. There were some that I found that were pretty cool, some shirts. Uh, pants have always just been kind of a, <clears throat> a toss-up for me, I would say, because it was almost always like, well, for one, like, <laughs> my body's just kind of like having... Ever changing girth now. So it's like.
1: (laughs) Ever changing girth. Ever
0: changing girth. It's always, it always is a surprise. (laughs) So like, uh, you know, I mean, finding the right waist size isn't so much the issue, but it's like, it's always a, I don't know, like, whenever I do find the right waist size, it's then like, oh, but is it the right length? And it's almost never is. Mm. Like, it, it always ends up being like, too long. Like, the second Goodwill we went to today, right? There was a couple of pants that were like 36 in waist, but then they were like 32, 36 in length. And I'm like, there's no way. I'm like seven feet tall. Like that's basically yeah. what they're made for. And so it's like – that's the issue I always run into with pants. So it's always hard to find like the right pants over there sometimes. But sometimes I find some deals. Like there was that Calvin Klein jeans.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I found – um not today, but then a previous venture at, at a Goodwill.
1: Last week.
0: Yeah. And they feel they feel great.
1: They look great. Those Calvin Klein jeans are real classic. I'm glad that you found them.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, for me with jeans, um there aren't as many tailors out here where we live at. There's not a lot of tailors. Um there mm. are some. Their prices are more expensive. And yeah. in New York, there's every dry there's dry cleaners on every corner. And A lot of times they do tailoring services. So a lot of times if you go into the dry cleaners, you just ask them if they have a tailor. And a lot of times one of them is a tailor. And that's where I got a lot of good pricing from. So there was this lady on Fulton Street in Brooklyn who would make jeans into skinny jeans for $6. Now, I don't know if that's a great pricing. Maybe it's cheaper somewhere else because I know like by in Queens the lady had like a cheaper rate but this lady specialized in skinny jeans so i wouldn't really care about length and stuff because i had a tailor on deck so if you get if you're like living in a city or if you have the money you know that's an option i'm not saying that's an option for everyone but that definitely helped me with my clothes to have perfect fit because I would just get it tailored. Remember, I bought that dress. I bought a J. Crew dress. Mm-hmm. I got it tailored. It's just a lot of times it fits you better, you know. Yeah. So yeah, you don't want to like kill the cost of the item by buying a ten dollar pair of jeans and spending twenty dollars on fitting it to you. But if you love the jean, you know, if the jean is worth a hundred and something dollars, that's a good deal to have like a perfect pair of jeans. Yeah. So. I don't know. That's an option that's not really out here. But that definitely w- may work for some city girls or a person who knows how to tailor. I need to take a class on how to like do that because I'm telling you. Yeah, that me,
0: is a valuable skill to have. Sometimes you just need a basic stitch to fix like buy it bigger. a tiny hole. You yeah, know?
1: buy it bigger and then like fit it to your size. Should be yeah. wearing custom clothes anyway. Yeah. So... That's another little insider tip, depending on what you're into. Um And then like also losing weight, like I lost a lot of weight at 1.70 pounds. So I had to get everything fit that I wanted, like my old clothes. So a tailor was due. Wow. Yeah, I need to get back on it because my girth <laughs> is just like yours. We've been quarantined. And it's
0: that quarantine afterweight, if you will. Yeah,
1: and we've been staying at home. and
0: uh, you know, Staying healthy, though.
1: So yeah, we're definitely... You gotta do what you gotta do. I'm getting all them vitamins from that food. Mm. So, um, yeah. yeah, but... Yeah, so we just wanted to introduce ourselves yeah. and kind of put it on the map because we <laughs> we definitely want to see... People being more boisterous about thrifting, reselling,
0: mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm.
1: because it's not something taboo, no. and I know it's is picking up, but that doesn't mean that we still can't have voices. Like, you know, we can have our voice. We still have to vent. It's hard for us when people, you know, put in claims. USPS and future episodes, we will be talking about this kind of stuff. USPS tracking, mm-hmm. like. It's literally if you care about current your trends
0: of reselling,
1: yes, yeah, staying the, in trend. the goods
0: and bads of it.
1: Yeah, and then staying on top of vintage as well because there's trends, but then you have some people who love classic pieces. Mm-hmm. So you can't always think about that. Like it's like a, uh, you know, it could be all over the place. It could be all over the place. Like I've had stuff sell that I wouldn't think would sell. So. I feel like at one point this shoemaker was buying all my shoes because the (laughs) bottoms were all damaged and he could care less like, you know, and, and bags too. You have people who restore bags. So just because a bag has a little bit of damage on it doesn't mean that someone can't fix it. Mm -hmm, If it's designer, my Michael Kors bag, I sold for well over a hundred dollars and it was, it had, you know, blemishes on it. And I told the guy. He may know how to fix that, That's so cool. don't always think when you see scruffs on something not to post it, yeah, some people are into restoring
0: and you know what that is a good tip to have as we you know uh venture on is uh uh don't be afraid to like list something. Like, you never know. There's always, as big as the world is, you know, a a bunch of people, I don't know the statistics, but I know a lot of people are on the internet. Someone's bound to find or is looking for something that you may have. And just because you think it may not be worth something, that doesn't mean that it's worthless. Like, somebody will be looking for it. Maybe it may not be the exact price that you want to sell it for, but... Who you know? The world's a surprise. Every now and then, you, you, they may sell it. They may want it more than you really realize. So, yep. yeah, just you be gotta be confident. Exactly. Yeah, you just gotta be confident. If you think you're gonna sell it, then do what you gotta do. You know, say what you gotta say about it, and someone's bound to look at it and think, "Oh, sh-, like this is a good find."
1: But we will be back with another episode. This was our introductory episode. Yep. And and we just wanted to, you know, say hello to everyone. <laughs> hey, guys. And um, just kind of, you know, if you care about reselling or if you want to, like, um, get a little bit of tips and encouragement, listen to our podcast because we're definitely yep. going to be telling the truth. Mm-hmm. So that's not always the like button right. or the heart button, the truth. But mm. it is what it is. So thanks for tuning in. Yep. Please you, subscribe thank you. to us. Yes. Um check us out on Instagram. I'm under Sour Patch Woo. And he is the Nerd, World. The Nerd World That's his Instagram page.
0: That's my reselling page.
1: Yeah. And we're probably gonna make a picture of this podcast. We'll see how it goes uh but thank you guys for checking us out and if you have any tips let us know
0: know, yeah we're gonna
1: set up an email email us let us know if you what you want to hear and we'll definitely make it happen yep it's a people show
0: yes it is by the people for the people already stay thrifty
1: (laughs) stay thrifty
0: and stay good (laughs)